What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the R&R Podfilm. I'm your host, Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is Cody Repass. How you doing, man? I'm good. I mean, we get to talk movies, so I'm always good. Yes, sir. Um, and first, before we get into this, this uh, this episode is dedicated to the lives lost in 9-11 and those who fought for our freedom afterwards. Um, and that means we're going to be talking about a, a, a movie that uh, has uh, a lot of war in it. It's a war movie. Um, in 2005, Afghanistan takes place. This one's called Alone Survivor. It was directed by Peter Berg and stars Mark Wahlberg, Emil Hirsch, Ben Foster, and Tyler Kitsch. And also, um, as the radio guy, uh, Jerry Ferrara, a.k.a. Turtle from Entourage. Just wanted to throw that out there because that's... forgot he was in this, and when I saw him, I popped hard because I'm a big Entourage fan. So, um, but Peter Berg, man, a great director. And I forgot he directed this, too, so it was really cool to see him on this so uh let's start with you man what's some of the things you loved about this movie my my favorite and it has nothing to do with the film it is the fact that the story is based on marcus luttrell being the lone survivor of his platoon of his four-man uh crew but the fact that they got or that they brought in the real marcus luttrell to be in the movie and he has a cameo in the movie I, I love that that's easily my favorite thing about this movie yeah it was really cool to see him in it and uh when you told me that he was in it i had to look again and he he, he had a, like a nice little role in it too playing someone yeah. someone else it was actually really cool um one of my favorite things about this movie is the score explosions in the sky is one of my favorite bands they're like a post-rock band instrumental Um, I did a movie called The Birth and Death of the Day. I won an award for it. It was an audience award at a film festival, uh, which is a really cool award to get. And the whole movie was, I used a song from Explosions in the Sky called um, The Birth and Death of the Day. And that's what the title of the movie was called. Um, And it's one of my favorite projects. And it was what I shot, uh, my first film that I shot in LA, right on Hollywood Boulevard, which was really cool. And um, when I saw that they were doing the score with uh, Steven Jablinski, um, I was like, okay, I'm into it. And the score was perfect for the whole movie. It was a lot of guitar, a lot of a lot of post-rock elements, and I, I thought it fit really well with what was going on in the film. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I thought the score was really good. I didn't have it on, on my list because I have a few others. Uh, the cast. I, I really enjoyed the cast, and... Even, not not necessarily just our main four that we follow throughout most of the movie, but they actually took their time and picked everyone else. Like obviously, if you haven't seen this movie, I, I suggest you go and watch it because we have to talk spoilers. Even though the movie is called Lone Survivor, so you know uh, Marcus Luttrell or Mark Wahlberg's character is the only one that survives out of. Uh, Operation Red Wing, the the four Navy SEALs, but when they are bringing in all the two Apaches to bring or for support, and one of them uh, gets shot down, all the people that are actually in that, they did a really good job of getting actors that look like the guys that that died during that tragic day, and I, I just thought 
the cast that they got for our main four, Axelson uh, was spectacular. And uh, I've always liked Taylor Kitsch, or Kitsch, however you say his name. Uh, I always really liked him, and I thought he was perfect as Mike Murphy. And, I mean, Emil Kirsch is Emil Kirsch. I thought he was great as Danny. And, I mean, Mark Wahlberg is Mark Wahlberg. And yeah. I thought he played Marcus Luttrell really well. I, And as someone who's read the book and really, really enjoyed the book, and that's what, like, allowed me to meet Marcus Luttrell in person, uh, I thought they stayed true to the book as good as they probably could have. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was reading up on uh, on Marcus Luttrell and, like, the his story and, you know, more on it after I was uh, watched the movie. Um, I won't get into what I read and, and some of the stuff because I don't think that's appropriate for the for what we're doing here. But um, the way the story from what I seen and what they did in the film definitely like did it justice for sure. Um, it it also like paints a different light on what kind like how it tied uh, the military's hands are in certain things like yeah. During the movie, they stumble or some, uh, we won't call them quote-unquote Taliban's, but they were Taliban's. Uh, They stumble across our SEALs who are hidden, and they they capture them. But they don't kill them because if they did, they could go... There's a quote in the movie... Do you want to do 25 years in Leavenworth for this? Because I don't. Yeah. They, they've got, I mean, they, they put people in, like, hardcore prisons for bringing home trophy guns. So it kind of sheds light on just, like, how difficult of a situation it is for something like that to happen where you're in this high-pressure situation. You're trying to kill one of the worst humans in the world and now you've got another element that you have to think about. You have, and then you're thinking about the other three guys that are with you, and you're trying to vote which what you want to do. And I honestly don't know what I, I probably would have been in the camp that I I would say let them go. But I I mean, without being there in the moment, knowing what's going on, I mean, I could have been swayed. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty crazy war, man. It's, it's gross. It sucks. Yeah, it's yeah, one it's of the. It, it's I can say a lot about war. Um, having family members that've been in war and stuff, and just like, I, I hate it. It's an unnecessary thing that has to happen, and it, it just it's crazy. And what these people have to go through on on every side of the fence, you know, it's just it's crazy. But um, uh, another thing I liked about this film um, was the the scenes where they're in in the shit basically like a lot of a lot of silence like kind of just waiting around finding the people and just the way it was shot was just beautiful like i I like the fast-paced you know cameras uh camera angles and and pannings and and things like that um uh just it felt real you know and and there's a lot of war movies out there that are that are kind of like i don't know they're just Kind of you forced. can tell that yeah, they're absolutely forced. This one did not feel forced to me at all either. And I remember I watched the first time I watched this actually, because when I started watching, it, I'm like, oh yeah, I did see this before. And it was when 
it was award season. I had a friend when I lived out in LA who was part of SAG and they would always get the the screeners for award season before the movie was ever, you know, out on DVD or anything. So they would give people who are part of SAG and AFTRA um, screeners to watch at home to vote, you know, on the awards. So at any time my friend got anything, you know, he would, you know, after he would watch them, he would just let me watch them. So I remember the day I watched this was actually the day the WWE Network came out. So I like had both going on. Like I had on my phone, I had the, the announcement of the WWE Network and then the movie, but I was watching the movie so much because it got me in. I was like, screw the WWE Network. I'm turning this off. I'm going to keep watching this movie. Um, it definitely, you know, it, it captures you. And um, for me, war movies are hit or miss, like I said, but this is one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I, I may be completely biased because I love the book, and it's one of the rare times where a movie actually lives up to the hype of the book. Uh, but like you were, were saying, uh, the the firefight, when they let, they let their capturees go, and they immediately go down and warn the Taliban and then the the way that like when everything starts to go sideways you you see like they they say it in the movie a couple times how fast they are yeah like, they're they're blown away by how fast they are and how many there are and it, it's just it was there was a no that was a no win situation there was there was no way four guys four of the baddest dudes in the military there's no way they were going to get out of that yeah um and one of my final things i do want to say about the movie is i the the scene where the uh the other helicopter was coming out to to kind of save them and you know they're excited i think it's just um ben forrester's character and mark Wahlberg's character are left and they're you know celebrating and you know they're they're gonna be all right and then um that RPG hits the just goes right right into where everyone is on the on the helicopter and just blows the thing up and I'm just like wow what dread to see that like you think you're yeah, going to be all right and then boom it's right back on its head again yeah i couldn't imagine like how just i mean you're already demoralized you've already lost two uh, of your closest friends and you see reinforcements you see friends <laughs> and then that happens I, I i couldn't imagine how awful that was another thing that i really really liked was towards the first of the movie when they're doing the initiation on Patton. i i can't think of that kid's name who played him he was he played uh kato in uh the original hunger games okay uh, but they're doing his initiation and how just the the drastic mood change because at, at first he's doing just a napoleon dynamite style dance yeah just yep. ma- making like just everyone's laughing and enjoying it and when when all of the seals say can you say it and he start he stops and he says yeah 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 i can say it well and then he doesn't start and everyone was laughing and immediately like on a dime they all shift and you hear Mark Wahlberg's character uh, Marcus Luttrell say no more fucking around you need to say it now and he, he, he says the seal speech and it was it was cool because you got to see both sides like 
they they try to have fun, but when it's time to get serious, uh, they got serious. There you go. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the movie? Anything bad? Anything ugly? I I, I just can't on yeah. on a movie like this. They I, I think they did the best job that they could. The end of this movie when Marcus Luttrell, who's been saved by some Afghan refugees in a small knit town, uh, when the military finally gets to him and, and is bringing him home, uh, you see like the heartfelt thanks he has for those people. And it kind of reinforces his reasoning why they didn't kill the, the, the two kids and the old man that they had captured at the first of the movie that not all not all uh, Afghans are bad some of them are just stuck there they that's just where they live and they hate the Taliban just as much as everyone else for all the things that they've done and the fact that uh, it, it it showed it after it, after the credits like when they're showing all the pictures and everything it shows Marcus Luttrell with both of those he brought them to America. They got to go to the White House. They got to do all this stuff. He stays in contact with them, that, and it was it was just awesome. That was something that I really was hoping that they nailed in the movie, and I think they did. Exactly. Um, just another little tidbit. Um, I don't do this very often, so I'm going to do this because um, just this is funny because I was I'm looking at as you were talking. I'm looking at you know where. Taylor Kirsch, uh, where I've seen him in, besides True Detective, and I realized he was in John Carter. The movie I told you I made about, or made, The Birth and Death of the Day, um, his, the, Taylor Kitsch's wife in the movie John Carter was in my movie. It was kind of funny. I just like, uh, yeah, I just totally realized that happened. So, like, nice little, uh, what is it, six degrees? (laughs) Yeah. That's Um, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, this movie was, I I enjoyed it more the second time because of, you know, it's been such such a long time since I've seen it. And um, the score I'm going to give it is, I'm going to give it a four. A nice, I'm right there with you. Healthy four. Uh, it's, you know, it's war movies, like I said, are hit or miss, but this one was done right. Great cast, great score. Direction was great. You know, Peter Berg is a man. Who would have thought the dude who was in um, Corky Romano would grow to be a great uh, director. Who would have thought? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, four for sure. Yeah, it's it's a solid four for me as well. It's one of my favorite war movies. I mean, mo- most war movies are sad. And they're sad for a reason, especially the ones that are based on true events or loosely based on true events. And uh, this one, this one's definitely one of my favorites. For sure. Um, well, that is all the time we have for this week on R&R Pot of Film. Tell them where they can find us. You can find us. Oh, man. You can find us anywhere and everywhere. We are at Twitter, Letterbox, Stardust, at RR Film Pod. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Pod. You can buy our merch. We only have two shirts right now, but we'll have more coming up, I'm sure. But you can... Find our merch store at represent.com backslash rrfilmpod. And coming up, we have Rambo First Blood next week because, I mean, Rambo Last Blood's about to come out. 
and that's going to be on our YouTube channel. We're going to do a ranking of all the Rambos after we see for or Last Blood, not First Blood. But oh, I'm, I'm so excited for that. I I really think Last Blood might be my my most anticipated movie for the rest of the year, even more even more than Star Wars. It's really? Stallone. It's Stallone. I'm not it, a big Rambo fan, so I can't. I'm oh, not, I don't man. share that that love for it. Oh, but man. hopefully, reinvigorated with uh, or rejuvenated, as I should say, if I watch this first one again. So we'll see. But yeah, we've got tons and tons of stuff coming up. I mean, it, it's about to get crazy. Hop in the truck with us because. It's about to get wild, and there is so much content coming. Yes, sir. Well, like I said, that is all the time we have. I'm Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is... Cody Repass. And you've been listening to the R&R Potter film. We'll see you at the movies. See you.